First Corinthians, chapter 13. And I'm going to read from verse 1. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I've become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself, is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. But whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know, just as I am just as I also am known. And now abide faith, hope, love. These three, but the greatest of these is love. Praise be to God. The opposite of love is hate. God is love, and in Him there is no darkness at all. God is love. When a believer is in God, whether it's a man or a woman, the most important nature that will be seen in them and through them is God's love. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, love. This love of God must be seen in the lives of God's people. I want to clarify a few things that we've read here. A lot of times people misunderstand the scriptures and they miss the blessing of God. It's very important for us to have the revelation that comes from God and have a clear understanding of what the Word says so that we don't miss what God has for us, every scripture that God has is for us to have a better understanding in order to be blessed by God Almighty. You may have all kinds of things. The Apostle Paul, through the Spirit of God, is saying, Look, 
even if you speak the language of the angels even if you speak all kinds of languages of men but if you don't have love you're just an empty vessel that's making noise it's not music it's noise when does our words become like music and not noise when we have god's love deep within us god's love deep within us when god's love is absent whatever people say and do is all noise not music noise is not pleasant noise is annoying noise must be removed noise is damaging noise is not beneficial to anyone noise empty noise is what a person's life without love will become god is speaking to our hearts today jesus said in matthew chapter 5 if you behave like the sinners and the tax collectors what's the difference don't be like them be better than them don't be like them don't do like them you know better because you belong to the heavenly father If God is love himself not God has love God is love if God is love in himself if God is love himself and you are his child don't you think that you should be someone who's full of love what is the definition of love what are the attributes of love when we look at 1 Corinthians chapter 13 we see it right there the definition of love true love equals god's love god's love is manifested through jesus christ and through the holy spirit god's love is manifested in the lives of god's people if you say that you have Jesus Christ then you should manifest God's love the opposite of love is hate the opposite of love is bitterness the opposite of love is hate the opposite of love is bitterness god is speaking to our hearts during this hour It is very important to examine yourself in the presence of God to see do I have God's love or do I have the opposite of God's love You should not have any form of bitterness as the Bible says bitterness is a root that will grow very deep it will cause all kinds of sickness God is speaking to our hearts today Don't let bitterness grow in your heart. Don't allow bitterness to stay in your heart. It will become a very strong root and the fruit will be disaster, sickness, 
Fruit will be grief, sorrow, sickness. Fruit will be turmoil, sorrow, sickness. God is speaking to our hearts in this month of July. Resolve in your heart. Resolve in your heart to let go of bitterness. Let go of hate. Let go of any behavior that comes from Satan. We are God's people. We need to be manifesting the fruit of the Spirit, not the fruit of the devil. We need to be manifesting the fruit of the Holy Spirit and not the fruit of the evil spirit. May God speak to our hearts today. 1 Corinthians 13 is God's heart, God's will for His people, for God's people. We call ourselves as people of God and we call God to be our Father. It is important for us to be people of God's love. Now God's love has two sides. God's love has God's love towards God's people and God's wrath towards God's enemies. God is love. God is a consuming fire. We need to love what God loves and hate what God hates. That is true love. True love is loving God with all our heart, mind, soul and strength and hating what God hates. Whatever God does not like, we should not like those things. Whatever God abhors, we should abhor those things. According to First Corinthians chapter 13, the very important attributes of love. God says over here, through Apostle Paul, even if you have all kinds of things from heaven that God has given, and you have done all kinds of charitable things, but if you don't have love, you are nothing. What is he saying? Having received all these things from God, if you don't have love, whatever you have is a total waste. Why is he saying that? He's saying that this is very, very important, serious business. Because if you belong to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, your faith should begin to look like Him. The image of God should be seen in you. And the main feature that makes us look like God is God's love. God's love. Jesus told this to His disciples. Love one another just like who I've loved you. Jesus just didn't say, well, you're my disciples, so um, you will love, and uh, if you are not able to love, uh, I understand, because it's so difficult, you see, where you live, you are not in heaven. When you're in heaven, you will love like how I loved you. But right now, you're on earth, so you can love a little bit, and when people are nice to you, you can be nice to them, and if they have not done you what you expected them to do, now it's time for you to not love them like how Jesus 
loves you. That's not God's word and that's not God's love. God's love goes above and beyond. What human love would go in doing the will of God. I want to highlight that. God's love is not a human love. God's love is not a love that is dependent on the weather, the mood, the colors. God's love depends on God himself, his word, and his will. Jesus told his disciples, this is my will. Do you love one another? Who is he asking them to love? One another. His disciples. Make sure you love one another. Are you in the same body? Are you a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ? Are you a member of the body of Jesus Christ? And you should be loving the next member of the body of Jesus Christ. That's how people will know that you belong to Him. That's how they'll know that this is one body. God is speaking to our hearts today. That no one has the characteristic of Lucifer. They're not doing what God has called them to do because you feel that this is how I feel right now. Don't go by feelings. I've said this many times before through the Spirit of God. If you go by feelings... Your feelings will take you down the path of destruction. Go by what God's word says. What does God's word say here? God's word says, love like how God loves and do it God's way. And so from verse 4, 1 to 3, we see, verses 1 to 3, we see the importance of God's love. Verses 1 to 3, we see the importance of God's love. That it's critical to have God's love. It's very important. We need to have, we must have God's love. That's what verses 1 to 3 says. Now, from verse 4, it says, What kind of love must you have? What kind of love? Knowing that it's the most important thing, that identifies you with God Almighty as a member of His family, we have to understand what kind of love makes us to be like Jesus. What kind of love? Verse 4. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade its stuff. Love is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. God says over here, Whatever it is, God's love is pure. God's love does not have ulterior motives. God's love is very holy. God's love is not self-centered. God's love 
is so pure that you can see the image of Jesus through that love. And so Jesus loved. Jesus loved the people who are with him, his disciples. And Jesus also loved those whom he died for, who are going to become his disciples. We have to understand there is a big difference between those who are his own and those who are not his own. He had a very special love for his own, those who were his disciples. And his love for his disciples were so evident that he showed his love, displayed his love on the cross. He displayed his love when he came to them, when they had gone fishing. He had food for them. His love was shown. It was not something hidden. It was not something without his action to prove his love. So when you look at 1 Corinthians 13, basically, when you look at it, the whole thing sums up to one important quality, which is pure love. Pure love. Pure love is not a me-centered love. Pure love is always looking for the good of another person. Always look for the good of another person. God's word says, love there's all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. When you look at this, a Christian brother or sister should stop and ask themselves this question. I wonder why I'm doing all these things. Am I on his side, on God's side, or on the opposite side? If God says that love has to be pure, God's love is pure, peaceable, gentle, holy, then that should be manifested in and through my life. During this morning hour, the Holy Spirit is speaking to our hearts and He's asking His people to do a self-check. If you have bitterness, if you have unforgiveness, if you think that you're better than someone else, God is speaking to our hearts today. Be like Jesus. If Jesus forgave you, if Jesus died for you, if Jesus gave us all for you, and Jesus said, go do the same, then it is important for us to go and do the same because he says, this is how people will know that you are my disciples. This is the mark. This is the feature. This is the characteristic. Just like how we have a DNA and who we are is stamped there in the DNA. In our soul, in our spirit, the nature of Christ has been stamped. And we as God's people should cherish that, water that, preserve that, 
so that we can grow in that. A child can have a very, very good DNA with all the best things that people would covet. But if the child is not fed properly, and if the child is not placed in a proper environment, all those things virtually will become useless. Because the child will grow up emotionally damaged, physically damaged, mentally damaged, and will amount to nothing. It is so important to understand the importance of our surroundings, where we are placed, how are we growing spiritually, what am I bringing into my environment? Am I eating right? Am I getting the word of God? And am I putting that into practice? Am I drinking right? Enough water? Am I valuing the presence of God? How much do I need the Holy Spirit to help you to empower you, to enable you to get that image of Christ that has been stamped in your spirit, in your mind, your soul, to grow so that you can be perfect just like how your Father in Heaven is perfect. You can be holy just like your Father in Heaven is holy. You can show to this world that you are his disciple you know that Jesus wants people to know that you are his disciple that means it must be made public there are no secret disciples we have to be the disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ openly we're not running around and saying hey look I'm a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ look at me no. When people look at you, if you have the image of Jesus stamped in your soul and you water it and you feed it, when people see you, they'll say, Hey, you look like your daddy. You look like your heavenly father. The moment they see you, they'll say, Oh, this is so-and-so's son. This is this person's daughter. Nobody needs to even introduce you ask the Heavenly Father's daughter, the Heavenly Father's son. Because when they see you, they'll see Jesus in you. As Jesus said while he was on the face of the earth, when you see me, you see the Father. He was able to boldly say, because that was the truth. That's how he lived. We need to be just like Jesus. Let the life of Jesus Christ that Christ has graciously stamped into our soul and into our spirit. Grow. Steadily grow. By giving yourself to the Holy Spirit. By giving yourself to the Word of God. By giving yourself to the presence of God. By walking in obedience to the Spirit of God. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. If we want God to bless us, we need to be in the center of God's perfect will. We saw a couple of days ago that giving thanks is the will of God. 
in Christ Jesus. So if someone asks you, do you know what God's will for your life is? Don't say that I don't know. Because many times when people think about God's will, they think about doing. The first and foremost thing is being. Not doing, it's being. Being the man or the woman that God wants you to be. Being God's love to those around you. Being obedient to the word of God. Being a child of the most high God. God is interested in our being, so to speak. How are we? Not our doing. Doing is important, but not before our being. How are we before God? Whatever we do at home, outside the house, wherever we are going, one thing we must understand, it's before God. King David said when he sinned, it's before you, Lord, I've sinned, I've sinned against you, against you. When David sinned, he could not hide from God. God saw everything that happened. I want to encourage you through the Spirit of God this morning. When you love like how Jesus loved, God sees that. God will be so happy because He will say, Oh, this one looks just like me. When you love one another, people will know that you are the disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know why? Because that shows that you look just like Him. May God speak to your hearts at this hour. Don't think about what I can gain. Don't think about how I can feel. Don't think about how the other person is making you feel loved, important. God gives all those things. Praise be to God. If you don't have those things, don't live for that. Live for Jesus. Don't let what you want determine how you live. At that point, you've lost your vision. What does God want for me? What is God's plan for me? What is God's purpose for me? What is God's will for me? Jesus said, Love one another. This is my will for you. Just like giving thanks in every situation is God's will. We have to be people of God's love because that is God's will. So when you do God's will, according to what you know from God's word, which is thanksgiving and loving one another, which is rejoicing in the Lord always. But loving one another, you know, you're doing the will of God. Knowing the will of God and doing it is important and God says in His Word. By this, people know that you're my disciples. Oh, by what? By loving one another. How? First Corinthians 13, love. Tell yourself this morning, 
Lord, I want people to see Jesus in me. When they see me, they should know that, oh, she's a citizen of heaven. Oh, he's a citizen of heaven. Oh, her father is the father in heaven. Oh, we can see Jesus in her. We can see Jesus in him. He is a reflection of Jesus Christ. Oh, he belongs to Jesus without you going and saying a word to anyone. People will know that you belong to Jesus by you loving those around you like how Jesus loved. And if you look at the Bible, I want to give you a few examples for First Corinthians 13. From the life of Jesus Christ himself, as the Holy Spirit brings, I just place before you before we conclude for this morning. Jesus Christ practiced what he taught and taught what he practiced. Jesus Christ manifested his love to those around him way before he went to the cross. Jesus Christ knew how to love and how to show God's love to the people around him. So there was this fine balance you see from the life of Jesus and the ministry of Jesus Christ. When you look at Jesus Christ in the wedding of Cana, he's the Lord of love. The moment his mother came and told him, look, there's a shortage here, he was not someone to immediately say, well, I have this agape love, I am love, Jesus Christ. And he didn't jump and run and perform the miracle there. No. Because he loved his disciples enough. He wanted God's will to be revealed. His first Corinthians 13 love was not about himself at that moment to, wait, I want to show myself as a big hero here. No. His whole goal was to have the disciples believe in him so that they too can become his hands and feet someday. So his training for his disciples began in that wedding out of the First Corinthians love. So what did that do, First Corinthians 13 love in Jesus? What did that do? It waited. Waited. Did not just rush into anything and everything saying, oh, I love. So that means I have to just run right now and do this. No. His love clearly was based on God's will for the people there. So true love is not simply an emotional love. True love is not simply a love that the people would say, oh, I love you because you love me. If you don't love me, I'm not it's like a kindergartenist. You don't love? I don't love you. You're not my friend anymore. God is speaking to our hearts today. True love will sacrifice, but true love will know how to sacrifice, who to sacrifice for. True love will not throw the pearl in front of the swine. True love 
is based on God's will. Write this down today if you're taking notes. If you really want to love like how Jesus loved, we need to have the discernment that Jesus had. You need to know the will of God. That's how you know. Whether you can show God's love to the people that God wants you to and not fall into the trap of the enemy and go into a slaughterhouse. God is speaking to our hearts today. First Corinthians 13, 13. Love has been misused by many people, has been used as a tool to manipulate many people. But God is speaking to our hearts today. If you want to really love one another as how Jesus loved, we must be led by the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God will show you when to love, how to love. And when He shows you, you love with the perfect love that comes from Jesus, the pure love that comes from Jesus. That you don't throw the pearl in front of the swine at the same time. You do what needs to be done like Jesus did for that one Samaritan woman. He didn't eat, he sat during the heat of the day. For that one Samaritan woman, knowing that the entire village is going to come to God. God is speaking to our hearts today. Whatever you do, do it heartily unto the Lord, not unto man, knowing that your reward is from Him. Whatever you do, do it unto God. You need to know. I need to know the will of God before I do anything. So being what God wants you to be is the first step to doing what God wants you to do. Write this down. Being what God wants you to be is the first step before you can do what God wants you to do. Only when you become what God wants you to be, then will He tell you what He wants you to do. Because if you're not dependable, He's not going to tell you what you should do. Thereby people will know that you are His disciple and you love one another. How will you know if someone is a true disciple? How will you know what God wants you to do? How will you know? The Spirit of God, the discernment that comes from the Spirit of God will show you how to love, how to show tough love, how to do what is right in the sight of God Almighty, like Jesus did at that time. He did not jump and perform the miracle, but he waited until the servants came. And he told them what they needed to do because of his love for the people, because of his love for his disciples. May God strengthen our hearts at this hour. Knowing the will of God and loving like how God loves based on his will will keep us safe from harm and danger. Love is sacrificial. Love is full of faith. I want to finish with this for this morning. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Why? Because love has faith.
True love will have faith. True love will have faith based on the will of God. The true love will have faith based on the will of God. So, those who truly show God's love will show God's love based on God's will. That's where 1 Corinthians 13 love comes. Because it's not human love, but it's divine love. Divine love. If you want to experience God's love, and if you want to become someone who will transmit that love to those around you, then you must be someone who is given over to the Lord God Almighty where His his will becomes your will His ways become your ways whatever God wants to do in your life you're going to do it because you love God based on 1 Corinthians 13 and because you love God you will do the will of God Whatever God has for whomever, whichever way God wants to use you in the lives of whichever person God has. And that's where the Spirit of God will bring forth that fruit that shows that you belong to this tree, this vine, the Lord Jesus Christ. By this you will know that you are his disciples by your love for one another. God's love. The love that goes above and beyond. But God's love knows the boundary. God's love is not based on emotions, like I said. Oh, Mary came and called me, so I'm going to run right away now. God's love was based on God's will. 1 Corinthians 13 love must be based on God's will. Only then that love is perfected and it's God's love. Jesus did the will of God. Certain places he healed right away. Certain places he took some time. Is it because he didn't love people? No. It's because he loved God and he loved the people. He did what was good for them according to the will of God. So the will of God is the most important thing in executing the love of God. The will of God is the most important thing in executing the love of God. So if we have God's will as a primary focus, And if we have the love of God in us by drawing God's strength, by nurturing that love, the spiritual DNA that Christ has put in our soul, by giving ourselves to His Word and to His Spirit, then the love of God from 1 Corinthians 13 will flow through you to those around you 
and the will of God will lead you as to what you should do with circumstance you should give or not give go somewhere or not to go somewhere God is speaking to our hearts at this hour knowing the will of God and doing it through First Corinthians 13 will cause you to become just like Jesus when people see you they will see God's glory radiating in and through you praise be to God God has a plan and purpose for every single brother every single sister every single child who is on the call it's important to know that God's love that God has spoken is a love that has faith to do the will of God and to love like how Jesus loved based on the will of God as we close our eyes and look to the Lord in this seventh month of this 2021 God is emphasizing something very important over and over and over again on this first day of this new month your love should be perfected it should be like the love of Jesus it should be like this first Corinthians 13 love God's love and it should be based on God's will and this love that comes from God will have the faith that comes from God to love sacrificially to keep loving sacrificially at the same time not to do certain things when you ask for because the will of God will show you oh this is not a person who is really in need this is just manipulation the will of God will show you oh they are going to take this and they are going to abuse this this is like pearl going in front of the swine the will of God will show you when you have the faith to really love like how Jesus loved and you want to be his hands and feet the will of God will show you how to love and who to love like how Jesus loved and so that others can see oh this is a child of God because this child doesn't jump and run for anything and everything and want everybody to know that this person is doing so much and it's all about the person and it's not about God or those who are in need when people do certain things because it makes them feel good the motive at that point is not pure we need to do things not because it makes us feel good 
but because it is God's will and because we love God's people and giving that satisfaction and the joy in doing the right thing is God's work that's a byproduct that's not the main thing that's the byproduct we should never have our eyes focused on any byproducts because byproducts come from God is a blessing but our focus should be on God himself who will lead us into his truth he will lead us as to when, where, how to show God's love to God's people and when people see you loving like how Jesus loved by doing the will of God they will know that you belong to him that you are his disciple shall we close our eyes and look to the Lord Father thank you Lord for this time thank you for giving us this scripture portion this morning Lord no matter what we have if we don't have your love and if we are not able to discern your will and your will says we should love one another I pray help you people to walk with you closely so that they can hear your voice clearly and do your will wholeheartedly in this month of July your servant Lord I bless your people at this hour that they may be fixed on doing the will of God in their lives and by loving your people and loving you above everything with a pure heart I pray that you bless your people let there be a transformation taking place for them this month of July that many people may testify as to how their lives have been touched by God Almighty and how it has changed thank you Father thank you Lord may they meditate on the scripture portion that you have given this morning so that they can bring forth much fruit thank you I praise you thank you for giving us this time Lord to meditate on your word thank you Father I pray that you continue to cover your people with your precious blood and give them a blessed day Father that they may show your love your love your kind of love to those around them based on the will of God thank you Lord cause your people to love what you love and hate what you hate to truly be a reflection of the Lord Jesus Christ people may see them and see Christ in their lives we thank you Lord we bless us O Father this hour in Jesus name I pray Amen Amen Jesus